When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again. Hello. It is March 19th, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein here with Issa NYC Dima Diva. Going to talk about SmackDown, the go home before Fastlane. First off, Fastlane Sunday. Are you excited? No. (laughs) No. Is anyone, if you're excited for Fastlane, just just let let me know in the chat. I want to see, you know, the people's thoughts. Excited. For the match that they added tonight, I think that Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins are going to put in a really, really good match. Uh, so is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, but I feel like it's so predictable that Daniel Bryan is not winning. That doesn't, you know, I'll enjoy the wrestling match, but I, I think I know what the outcome is going to be. Maybe we'll be surprised. Surprised by what? Roman winning again? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, something. <laughs> You're cute, Glenn. I missed you. <laughs> I don't know. I need something. I need something over. So people know I was out last week and took uh, the road trip from hell. 24 (laughs) hours there and back to the new state that I'm moving to, going to look at a house, going to figure some stuff out. And uh, I got to admit between that and my recovery from that trip Monday, like not watching wrestling, it was kind of nice tonight. I do feel a little more optimistic. And I recommend that for anyone, if you are down on WWE product, just stop watching for a week and you'll come back in and you'll feel like, okay, Maybe, maybe this time it won't be like Charlie Brown with the football. Maybe this time it won't get pulled away from me at the end. I'll actually get to kick it for once, you know? I recommend to anybody, especially us who try to content create from wrestling, to take a quick break now because WrestleMania week is going to be absolutely madness. Did you see that schedule? No, I've not seen the full schedule yet. Okay, well, don't look at it. (laughs) Well, good. That's going to be something. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think... We're at an interesting point in uh, the history of the world, the history of our country right now. Even tonight, WWE doing the message, everybody get get vaccinated. Uh, WrestleMania is going to have fans. It's, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but it feels like a very celebratory time for America that even though we're not to the light at the end of the tunnel, we are, it's on the horizon the end of what we've been dealing with. Right, right. I think that seeing fans with WrestleMania, like, you know, that part is exciting. I was even seeing some people um, 
you know, just talk about how they bought their tickets and their excitement. I'm skipping this one just for my own reasons, but yeah. I think anybody that gets to go to it and, and just enjoy a little bit of the normal world. I got an email from the Yankees today that was like, hey, guess what? We're back. You can come to the games. And I'm like, this is it, it's starting to feel like we can breathe again, like everything is going to be OK. It's crazy. And so um, I've, I've talked about this a bit. So in California, they really have accelerated the vaccine rollout in the last few weeks. I was able to get my first shot uh, in San Francisco because of the lowered uh, BMI requirements. Well, I guess it's still BMI. I'm still definitely not in good shape as people were <laughs> talking about with my struggles with weight. Um, but my doctor encouraged me to get it. And I have to say it's been... 48 hours now, I've yet to develop superpowers or an urge to straighten up and fly right. So uh, I, I think I was prepared <laughs> to say, oh, what's this going to do to me? And I, I really don't feel any different. So I've got one more shot scheduled in a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, if you're eligible right now, I think do your part. And it's great to see WWE kicking in. It's like, I think this is a time where America as a country, we can come together and try and put the darkness of uh, this disease behind us. I could not said it better. Preach. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the thing with tonight. So now it's starting to feel more like WrestleMania season, right? And we're going to have fans soon. It shows we've got so much happening. Um, unfortunately, we've got this pay-per-view fast lane that, as I mentioned, no one is excited for. But uh, I think that if they can use this as a jumping off point to build towards WrestleMania, it could be very good. Uh, for instance, tonight, starting off with this match with Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's title. Now, I did not see last week or the setup to this. Oh, that match That match was made by Reginald. You must have missed. It was literally made by Reginald. Really? Reginald told, yeah, well, Nia Jax is now Reginald's baby, um, sugar mama, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but it's literally no. what's happening. So Nia Jax is Reginald's sugar mama. And then he was like, you know, you should be challenging for the title. And she was like, oh my God, good idea. And that's how the match was made. I'll, yeah. I'm happy to catch you up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, you should just do that. Forget the Wrestling Inc. recap. Like you should just start doing like 120s. <laughs> like here's the here's SmackDown in two minutes or less. And I'm just going to like yeah, reenact right. parts of it and tell you. And then he said, and then she said, and he was like, what? Yeah, like absolutely. I think that that's a solid gimmick. For you to start right. doing that with your reaction videos, the two-minute recaps. Uh, but no, I Agreed. think uh, this tonight, this was good. I like, so Sasha winning and retaining, not a surprise there. But I like uh, Shayna accidentally attacking Nia, setting up some riffs there. So, it, look, if, if Shayna and Nia lose next week for some reason, or just even break up, and I could see even in a weird wild card way, like uh, Tamina and Natalia becoming tag team champions out of all this. Yeah. But I think that... Um, I think Shayna versus Nia is a WrestleMania match. Like that could be a great feud. That could be a great match. Oh, yeah. You don't know who would win. I think that would be a fantastic, fantastic build and payoff. Oh yeah, I agree. I I have I do have to say that I appreciate a SmackDown starting with a match. It threw me off because for so many weeks they've been starting it with a promo, whether it is by Edge, Daniel Bryan, Roman opened up the show for so many weeks. When I saw that the show opened up with the title match, I immediately knew we were in for probably a loaded show or at least action packed because of, you know what I mean? The fact that they just started it straight up like that. I love the tension between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Like you said, I would love to see a match between the two of them. What I didn't like is the non-tension at all between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. This is our SmackDown Women's Championship. And at the end, they're like hugging. On the beginning, they teased the tension and then later on. But when Sasha won, she was hugging on Bianca and this and that. And I was like, I don't need that BFF stuff. I'm ready 
for their for their field to really kick off. And I'm hoping that we get that on Sunday at Fastlane. Yeah, absolutely. Jackson Callen saying window backdrop. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, EC, your senior is so much better than mine. When I move and finally get to set up, when I get a new office, it's not going to be messy like my current office. I'm going to try and have <laughs> where people can see my surroundings and not just have to put up this screen to cover my mess. Well, the other day I tweeted a picture of, because I have on the living room windows, like this moving billboard, such different things. And yeah. Babby showed up, so I got all excited for it. So I tweeted about it, and he said, that was a nice backdrop. I said, my other window, I actually have, you can see the New York City skyline, but the camera, oh, nice. the webcam won't pick it up. So that's why he's pointing it out, because I told him I would try my best, but you really can't see it with this camera. I had an old cheap HD TV and I was like, I'm just going to put that in my backdrop and I'll change it with like different posters and things all the time. But then I was like, oh, it's too much work. <laughs> you were in the, you were in the fun house once. I remember seeing you, oh, you used to yeah, change yeah, your backdrop. You had like a green screen, right? Yeah. Well, this is, so I have, I bought two of these and I recommend it to anyone that streams. I mean, you can get these on Amazon. I think they were like 40 bucks a piece. So this one is black on one side, white on the other. And then I have one that's blue on one side and green on the other. And yeah, the green screen was fun. I think it just, um, something about it. It was just becoming too much work to change it out all the time. And I don't know. <laughs> or be was, I, think it was starting, I think it was starting to distract from the show, you know? Right. You know, mm -hmm. which and we have enough distractions from actually talking about the show as is. Uh, Daniel Wilson, Australia, $2 in Australia. We can have 50,000 people into the MCG. Wow. That's, yeah. Although Australia, I think, has been ahead of the curve on uh, beating the, the virus in the situation. I think I could be making that up and pulling that out of nowhere because I'm horribly uneducated. Um, yeah. But I believe I read that somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I'm not too sure about it, but I believe I saw that they're doing slightly, you know, a little bit better than we are. I think everybody is at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> finally, though, finally getting our shit together uh, as a country. But um, so after that match, we had all this set up tonight for Edge versus Jey Uso. The winner is going to be the special enforcer for the match of Roman versus Daniel Bryan at Fastlane for the WWE Championship. Um, we had Seth Rollins coming out to the ring tonight. And uh, what did I miss with Seth last week? Uh, I think, well, I can remember what Seth did last week. It was something about being ringside for Cesaro's match, I believe. Mm. And then he interfered. And then he had a stare down with Shinsuke Nakamura backstage. So they kind of tied it all together this week. Um, I thought he looked fantastic. I think Seth's outfits have been so on point. I don't know what his character is supposed to be. I know he's not the Messiah anymore, but whatever it is, you can tell he invested some money in his attire and his gear. Um, I liked his promo tonight. I don't know if you noticed his tweets where he's doing that half caps, half non caps thing that he's doing on Twitter. Oh yeah, he's, he's trying to play everybody. I um, I love Shinsuke coming out. I love Seth Rollins selling that Kinshasa. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that, but he was selling it for like five minutes straight. <laughs> I really think they're going to... I thought I, they had a match a couple of years ago at Survivor Series, and it was really, really good. Yeah. I cannot wait to see them go at it on, on yeah. Sunday. They're two of my favorites, so I'm excited. Shinsuke coming out tonight, attacking Seth, setting up the match between them at Fastlane. I think that's going to be great. He said, shut up. <laughs> I saw what Seth was wearing last week and he just come from like a poetry slam or something like with the black turtleneck. And, and I think my wife commented that she actually owns that exact same outfit with those pants. 
Did you see what I tweeted? I thought you'd be no. proud of me because I made a movie reference. I said, why is Seth Rollins dressed like one of the schoolgirls from Cruel Intentions? Yes. Remember how they had the uniform with the turtlenecks? Yes. No, tonight <laughs> my, we saw watching that that uh, recap and my wife's like, I owned that outfit. Wait, I still own that outfit. <laughs> like, like That was very <laughs> popular. So good for Seth, man. You know, I, if he wants to be a little more flamboyant and uh, fashion forward right on but uh, i like his suit i wish he would have done a leather a leather tie like he did with the black leather suit i i want more leather ties on him yeah leather is tough to pull off we've talked about this before yeah he can pull it off though he can but isn't and i think about this with leather clothing isn't that with leather clothing like you can't really wash it <laughs> i i don't know i never wash it i sent it to the like cleaners i don't know what they do i don't know if they dry clean you know what i mean i don't know i don't have a lot of leather stuff though yeah, well, there you, there you go. Uh, Street <laughs> Profits versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio tonight with Rey and Dominic picking up the win. This was okay. Uh, I mean, Rude and Dolph on commentary. How are they still the tag team champions? Because uh, they haven't defended it. Yeah, it just makes <laughs> – but, it, like, if you're going to put the belts on somebody that is going to just be champion and not do anything with that – are they the team? You could have kept it on the Street Profits forever, and I don't think anyone would complain because their promos are so good. Right. No, I agree, but they haven't defended it. I don't even think they've been on TV for like two weeks until tonight. Um, mm. So, you know, you go on Raw where I, I felt like the Hurt Business were doing okay holding the titles, and they did a title change over there. And then over here where you don't even remember who the tag teams are, like the tag team champions are, then you get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, then you get these guys. I don't know. I'm with you. I think the Street Profits could have stayed champions. I just don't know where they're going with this three profits, but then they're kind of pushing also Gable and Otis. I, I I'm confused. You know, Lonzo Smith, a good point. There was a lot mm -hmm. of guest commentary tonight. It really it felt like a variety show tonight. Yeah. With everything they had going on. Um, so uh, after that, after Ray and Dominic won that match with the alpha Academy come out and challenge them to a match. Um, what do you think of Otis and, chad like his heels uh they they won this match looks like i mean do you think it's gonna be a fa I, I could see it being a fatal four-way uh for the titles at for the mania titles at yeah mania? i mean it's a two-night event why not but i i'm not i'm not feeling it i think i'm more happy to see chad gable getting tv time i just never really been big on otis even when he was doing the mandy storyline it just it's not for me hmm. um but I don't know. I, I think this whole thing, I will, if I have to pick a moment in the show that kind of lost me, was this entire from the Mysterious coming out until it ended. Like, but I think, I mean, I think you're right. They're probably setting something up for all of them to be involved in a match. And they, they've been intertwined with each other for weeks now. So it only makes sense. Street Profits are so much better than this. I know. I know. But there's no tag teams. I know what what other tactics do they have to face? Like, you know, like I see Alonso in the chat just asked when is Jimmy Uso coming back? But I don't even know that you want to make Jay a tag team again after he's trying so much as a single star. Yeah, he's been fantastic. Um, right. But I do think the Street Profits and, and the and the Usos will probably be a banger of a feud. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh so let's 
take a moment and thank the sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, which is Stereo. Uh, if you ever listen to this podcast and you think, you guys talk about wrestling too much. I want to know more about your day-to-day lives. I want to give you my opinions and hear your opinions in return and have more of a dialogue really about any and all conversations, whether it's diet, mental health issues, movies, music, television, you name it then you need to join us on Stereo. Stereo is the live social conversation app where anyone can host their own show, be a part of the conversation, or simply listen to any of the hundreds of shows that go on each week on Stereo. Stereo app's available for iOS or Android. We want you to download it. And once you do, do me a favor, give a follow to Glenn Rubenstein, myself, Matt Morgan, and NYC Demon Diva. Matt Morgan and I have been doing the after show as it were. Uh, I think we're taking this week off, but we'll be back next week. I might do something over the weekend, so be sure to follow me to get notified when I go live. Uh, we had been doing them every Monday after Raw. We've been messing around with the time a bit, but it's definitely going on. And uh, want you to give us a follow on Stereo. Sign up and check it out. NYC Demon Diva, Isa, tell us a bit about the show you've been doing on Stereo. Uh, every Thursday at 8 p.m. I go live with my good friend Mimi. It's called Super Kicks and Heels, and we talk about everything going on in the wrestling world, mostly the headliners, but again, kind of like your guys' show, also the voice notes kind of guide the direction in which the conversation goes, so we always appreciate people chiming in and letting us know what they want to hear us talk about. Yeah, I think I'm going to do uh, another stereo chat over the weekend. Uh I think it'll be fun. I, I really miss it. It's just even having this past couple of days off from doing it. I mean, Matt and I, we've had some nights where it's gone three hours because people ask such great questions. Yeah. And it's just yeah, a great I, way I, to I love stereo. I do. It's really awesome. And uh, they've been a fantastic sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So again, download that stereo app, follow Glenn Rubenstein, Matt Morgan, and NYC Demon Diva to get notified when we go live on there. And we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And uh, what's great, yeah, is that you don't even know what you need to know when it's scheduled. You'll get notified when it's scheduled. You make sure you don't miss any of that when you give us that follow on Stereo. So... Um, we had Sammy Zayn with his documentary Conspiracy yes. Crew. <laughs> Love how Owen's saying, like, hey man, like what what's up? You know, why 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 are you uh not taking the blame for for anything here and just sort of blaming everyone else? I like the way that they sort of teased that and set it up. Um and we'll talk about what happened there, but man, I can't wait to see this finished documentary when this gets done. Yeah, did you see he got Logan Paul actually to respond to him? <laughs> oh I know. my god! If he goes on Logan Paul's podcast, I would just die laughing if he stays on character the whole time. I gotta say, I know that we've seen this match a lot of times, and, and we'll get to what happened. But as soon as I saw them interact, my heart just jumped. I was so happy. It was almost like, okay, I kind of miss them. They're that fight forever kind of people that you just always want to see. It was it was funny. He's talking to the videographers, and as soon as they turn, it's Kevin Owens there. I was already excited, so I, I can't wait. <laughs> so let's talk about this promos tonight here that we saw in this buildup for Jay versus Edge that we had. Um, what do you make of this? I mean, kind of to your point, we we're pretty sure, right? Like, I'm not a betting man, but I would bet that Roman is retaining at Fastlane. Um, what do you make over them trying to build so much tension in storyline over the special enforcer uh, for the match? I would assume that the special enforcer is going to get involved in some sort of way, right? Um, I think that. It, it, it was known that Edge is kind of like obsessed with fighting Roman. I've been saying that. I don't think Edge is after the universal title anymore as he is after Roman Reigns. Um, so I don't think that Edge, 
I guess everybody would assume that Edge being there is going to help Daniel Bryan, but I think it's going to be the other way around because Edge wants to fight Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And if it was, I, I feel like they're, Daniel Bryan would always be the, the underdog, right? That's the story they always tell with him. I feel like regardless of who would have won the enforcer, it was a loose situation for Daniel Bryan, which he did a good job at pushing over in commentary where he was like, no, I don't want this to be happening. I wish it was just a one-on-one between me or, and Roman. Yeah. Because I feel like he knows that no matter who the enforcer is, there's going to be something that puts him at a disadvantage. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't know if I, I always felt that Daniel Bryan was here for wrestling fast only. I don't know if this build a one on one with Daniel Bryan Jay Uso for WrestleMania. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's where we're going because of course Daniel Bryan has to be on the WrestleMania card. How do we get there? The problem is that they did Jay Uso and Daniel Bryan so many times, even in a steel cage, that now I'm like, well, I don't need to see it at WrestleMania anymore. Yeah. T-Smitty 3000. I saw that Seth Rollins blue suit, and I have only one question. When did Seth join the Crips? <laughs> I like the pink one. He wore a pink one, too. I, that was my favorite one. I, I'm saying uh, T-Smitty, uh, I, I got some Wikipedia reading to do because I'm curious what's going on with that organization. I feel like we don't hear about that anymore, but I'm going to watch what I right. say. But yes, that was that was the big thing. And now that I think about it in hindsight, I mean, I understand uh, hip hop and that angle, but it seemed like um, the media in trying to sell sort of fear of gang violence, I feel like we heard a lot about the Bloods and the Crips for a very right. long time. And it became almost um, like shorthand for talking about gang violence in America. So I've Got to be honest, I, I hadn't thought of that name in quite some time, T. Smitty. So I'm like, I'm going to do some reading on Wikipedia and just see what's going on with all that. Uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, I think Seth's use of color and flamboyance, I think, is a good pivot for his character. Yeah, it's making him look larger than life and kind of arrogant. And that's why he's supposed to be coming off as. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, that is my, my favorite shade of blue. Um, so let's, uh, talk about Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn, a promo that mocked them before this of saying like, this is the least anticipated match on SmackDown. That's <laughs> probably aware. A, yeah. The match no one asked for, like, this isn't a good thing. If, uh, this is what creative thinks, oh, this is how we're going to lampshade this, this match. That's kind of nothing. And, um, we're going to tell you it's nothing and make fun of it. I don't know. I think that's a fine line to walk. I feel like maybe, but listen, they're aware. At the end of the day, I almost feel like they did that to laugh at us because jokes on us, it ended up setting something up that we might want. So, you know, you might be sitting here thinking, God, who asked for this? But at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not thinking about the match. All I can think about is what happened after. Yeah, Sammy attacking Kevin Owens, who was on commentary. And I have to say, if we're going into Mania with babyface Kevin Owens versus a heel Sammy Zayn, we haven't seen that before. And these guys have always put on great matches. They've had great feuds. And this one is going to be much different than anything we've seen from them in the past. I am so excited for it. I love the way that they did the attack because it really did look like Sami Zayn came out of nowhere. Um, the camera angle on it was very well done. I think it's going to be awesome to see the, the, the different version of the feud. My question is, is Kevin Owens going to get to jump off the pirate ship or are they going to give that to Shane McMahon? Because Kevin Owens said that he was going to do that last year and he didn't get to, so he did the WrestleMania spot, which was amazing when he jumped off the sign. 
But it's like they're going back to that stadium. Are they going to let him finally yeah. accomplish his goal of jumping off the pirate ship? I, I think they should. So. I think they should. A lot of people are saying it's going to be Shane McMahon because of his feud with Braun Strowman. That, that really is the match nobody asked for, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And, um, hey, speaking of different feuds let's talk about this promo tonight between apollo cruz and big e so we've seen uh, a completely uh a persona shift and character change for apollo but for big e tonight big e who's been with the new day who has always uh smiled and had so much sass and verve and energy uh tonight was about intensity and emotion this was a different performer than the Big E that we're used to seeing. And I'm very excited for this feud against the all-new, all-different Apollo. Well, let me tell you, last week, the, the, this intensity started last week. Last week, he came back to television. He came out and, you know, in a weird, like, acting like he was all hurt, but he took it off and he cut an amazing promo. And then he said he just wanted to fight someone, anyone. And he ended up beating Sami Zayn, by the way. And <laughs> Sami Zayn responded to his open challenge. Um, and then he got attacked by Apollo. So we did see this intense Biggie last week. I still love everything that they're doing about it. I, I feel like they're booking themselves into a weird, yes. they both have to win situation because they both have so much momentum going that it's just like, who do you have win at, at Fastlane on Sunday? Or do you finish in some we are finished, which is like nobody wants to see that either. So it's like, I feel like both of them need the win. Which I makes it see, interesting. Because Sammy and KO isn't happening till Mania, I could see Sammy interfering, having a weird finish, and then bumping Apollo and Big E, the outcome of that to Mania. I, I'm very confused because I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, Shinsuke beat Apollo. That was right mm. before the turn to become number one contender for the oh, IC yeah. title. And then now they have him feuding with Seth Rollins. So I thought they were going to do the Shinsuke match first to get it out of the way. So then you could push Apollo for WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Maybe I just paid too much attention. I wish I could remember everything in my life. Like I remember WrestleMania. I know what's well, funny. <laughs> so in every other form of media, if it's TV or movies, they have a script supervisor and continuity coordinator. And that is right. someone whose job it is to remember in this scene, you were wearing this and you were eating this and the sandwich was half finished and the glass was half full. And in this episode, you said this before and there are Bibles for each character in history. In wrestling, I don't think anyone's paying that close of attention as you are to, yeah. to this stuff. You know? <laughs> right. Well, maybe they can hire me to do the job. They should. They should. I think you do a great job. That being said, I love how Apollo Crews took off in the golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and Biggie chasing him and... Uh, them getting into it backstage. This was really good. So I'm looking forward to this match. This is a lot of intensity. It's different for both uh, performers. I think it's going to be great. We followed this Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler, uh, which ended in a no contest with Natalia and Tamina um, attacking. Uh, I'm still shocked. They're teaming Bianca and Sasha versus Shayna and Nia for Sunday, but I think if Shannon and I break up as a result, um, maybe they retain and maybe the night after they get challenged by Tamina and Natalia. And then we have the Nia Shana split, but I think, uh, Bianca and Sasha should not be even on friendly terms if they want to really bring the heat for their match of, uh, at WrestleMania. Oh, 
Isa froze. Maybe I froze. We'll see. Chat room, do me a favor. Let me know if you can hear me still, because with this freeze here, now I'm concerned okay, I'm that my... I'm oh, back. you're back. Okay, good. I was afraid <laughs> it was my internet. There we go. No, it was mine. It was mine. I apologize. Oh, I was no. saying they tease a little bit of tension between Sasha and Bianca tonight, so I do think that will play into why they don't win on Sunday. Um, I, I don't even know, because it feels like Shayna is kind of involved in the Raw women's title. Oh, picture yeah. with Asuka coming back and kind of like getting revenge for her kicking her or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind a, a run with Tamina and Natalia and get a couple of tag teams in there just to get everybody on the card at WrestleMania. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do think they have to start establishing somebody else because I do think that Shayna, I, I like her more as a singer, in my opinion. Did, did Rhea show up this past Monday? No, not yet, not yet. Okay. Just had Asuka come back. But I got to tell you, if you have time, go watch it on YouTube because it was like killer Asuka. It was a badass Asuka coming back, wanting revenge for for Shayna kicking her. It was the best Asuka has looked in weeks. I was happy to see it. Uh, Shooter McGavin, five pounds, saying officially accepted the Seth Rollins wardrobe choices are the talking point of WrestleMania season. When did Vince <laughs> hire Tim Gunn? I, I mean... I, I think Seth should go a little more Macklemore with it and just really just do some, some colorful, some interesting, uh, really original fashions. Um, and like you said, I like, I think his use of color is on point, but I would like to see a little mm -hmm. more flamboyance. I think that would really suit his character. Well, yeah, he'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so of course the main event tonight, uh, they did hop uh, hype fast lane on Peacock and the WWE Network. So I deleted my WWE Network app now that I've switched over to Peacock, and wow. it felt weird. It felt weird canceling. It felt weird deleting it off my Apple TV. Wow, I am so I I am in denial. I haven't signed up for Peacock. Last night I was tweeting about watching the network late at night because I was like, I'm gonna keep watching it until they fully take it away, and I can't anymore. <laughs> I guess I should sign up for Peacock, right? I'm very curious to know how Sunday will go, being their first live stream there. And is it on the free version of Peacock, or do you have to be on the paid tier? I don't know. I just told you I haven't signed up yet. Okay. <laughs> Somebody let me know if it's just on Peacock or if it's on the Freecock. And uh, I think that will help everybody. <laughs> that, that's what I'm calling the free version of Peacock. Now, somebody yelled at me, tweeting, like, why didn't you tell me Peacock had a free tier with ads? You know, that's a big deal. The, if you get can watch the WWE Network essentially for free with ads through Peacock, that's fantastic. Freecock. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't, but I can't wait to see. I, I did read some tweets about the the layout being horrible. I don't oh. know if you've gotten to play around with it, but I read a lot of feedback yesterday that there was a lot of like people were not happy with the layout. And it's so easy to find things on the WWE Network, but yeah. I also think we're used to it. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of learning our way around here. I never liked the redesign they did of WWE Network like a year and a half ago. Like yeah, the most recent that. one that I thought was cumbersome. I like the original one. Um, but yeah, Peacock is frustrating. I mean, I watched the Save by the Bell reboot on there. I watched part of the Punky Brewster reboot. I watched like uh, AP Bio's new season. But a lot of the time I just get frustrated with the UI. And I don't think any of the streaming services have a great one, but Peacock's is especially bad compared to say um, Disney Plus or Netflix or even Hulu, you know? Right, right. So. 
I don't know. Uh, the main event tonight, Edge versus Jay Uso. I think, I mean, uh, so the twist of this is Edge won. Uh, Edge is going to screw Daniel Bryan because Edge wants to face Roman. Like, that's the story, right? Like, people, the idea you're supposed to think Edge being the enforcer is going to help DB. But that's the only way this is interesting, is that if Edge turns on Daniel Bryan to make sure he faces Roman after uh, Fastlane. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if Edge ends up trying to, you know, I don't know. I, I don't see Daniel Bryan winning. I listen, first of all, I like the match. I thought they had a good match. Of course they did, it's Jay Uso and Edge, right? But I I I feel like it's so predictable at this point that it's just like, am I invested? I, I, I think Edge needs to have like, you can't really turn him heel though because Roman Reigns is the heel in this story, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, I don't think it's heel. I think he just says that I need to make sure right. that Roman and I finish this once and for all, yada, yada, yada. Why, why would you? If you're the ultimate yeah. opportunist, like you say you are, Roman just literally took you out with one spear tonight. Like yeah. compared to the little tackle that he gave Jey Uso, which no offense, I thought the match was great, but I don't know if that final spear was timed properly because it felt like he went like this and then he just went like this and took down Jey Uso. I don't, I think it was a timing issue there because it didn't feel like a spear. Yeah. But that being said, it was like, so then Roman came out and, and laid out everybody with a spear. So it's just like, if you are the ultimate opp- opportunist and now you felt the power that this man has, I, I keep thinking you should be helping Daniel Bryan. But yeah. again, he wants to fight Roman Reigns. This isn't about the title anymore. So this is where Christian could have been really effective. And not this isn't good for Christian, but having Roman and Jay destroy Christian would have given Edge all of the motivation to turn on DB. Because I feel like the ultimate opportunist thing, uh, that's a, to me, the ultimate opportunist felt like Edge is a hungrier, younger performer trying to make a name for himself. But now coming back as the vet, I don't know. I think that they need more stakes, and him and Randy had stakes. Speaking of hunger and hungry and younger, do you notice yeah. all the video packages throughout the night <laughs> to yeah. make sure that anybody born after two thousand and one will know who Edge is? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I was watching that, and I was feeling old. I was just like, really? We have to we have to educate people on this. I had somebody the other day who was telling me about a podcast they listened to hosted by Mayim Bialik. And they were like, she was on the Big Big Bang Theory, but did you know that she's also a scientist and she's written all these papers and she has this interesting background? And I'm like, I can just feel my hair is turning gray thinking like, you're not aware of Blossom. You're not aware of her role as a young Bette Midler in Beaches. Like, you know, Mayim Bialik from the Big Bang Theory and like her science work, (laughs) not her her colorful hats and her friend six. Like, come on. Yeah. I do I do think that all those video packages were for that purposes because I guarantee you there have to be a couple of young people out there saying, who is this guy and why are they making such a big deal about him? Um, another thing that I thought, I, it, it's just funny because I get it. It's his first match in nine years on SmackDown or whatever. I was more excited about the fact that he was fighting a new opponent because we've only seen him fight Randy Orton since he came back. Oh, and yeah. when you think about a performer coming back like Edge, me personally, all I want to see is never before seeing matches. You start yeah. booking these matches, these dream matches against people that you've never seen them face before. And we haven't gotten that with Edge. 
So I feel like instead of hyping up that he hasn't wrestled in SmackDown in nine years, hype up that this is the first time he's wrestling somebody other than Randy Orton. Yeah. Because he just wrestled on Raw a couple of weeks ago, but it was Randy. So yeah. it was just like super awesome to finally see what you want to see from an Edge return, which is him facing new opponents, generate like the new generation, like he calls, which the Usos are not. They're not that new, in my opinion. They've been they've been around for a while, but yeah. for Edge, it's a whole new person. Yeah. Terry Allen Jr. five forty seven saying, and Bianca will require longer matches before the important match developing psychology, full moveset, etc. We need her at her best and knows she is proud. Uh, it's interesting how they booked Bianca. I think having her uh, in every segment against Sasha takes away the specialness of her facing Sasha. Um, I think that, I mean, I think that they're going to make sure that they do a good job and we don't see them, but I'm pretty sure they're rehearsing and practicing and, oh, yeah. and making sure they know the time that they're going to get. So I know, you know, the women always put, not everybody, of course, these, these guys are busting their bodies for us. Right. But I, I seen so many documentaries and so many photos of the women practicing the Royal Rumbles for weeks before, just to make sure that they, you know, that they deliver. And I think that Sasha and Bianca both know how much people are looking forward to this match. I have faith that they will deliver. But I understand his point because we haven't seen Bianca on TV for long. I think a lot of people haven't really seen, unless you're familiar with her NXT work, mm. a lot of what she can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. When did they add the whip sound to the start? Like the hair? I assume that's alluding to the hair whip at the start I of her theme. What is it? There's that whip now? Yeah, that, I swear I heard that tonight. There was like that sound. Effect. I, they love their sound effects at the start of themes, but the hair whip to me is still the most, the coolest move in all of wrestling. She should be doing yeah. that all the time. It's so original. I, I remember the first time I saw her, I was like, is this girl beating people up with her hair? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like mm -hmm. ever since she always, she, I don't know, Bianca has that it presence. You know what I mean? Like when she just shows up, she captures your attention. I think her and obviously Rhea Ripley, which you and I have been big advocates for the two of them. Yeah. Oh, he said he's always been in his... Alonzo's saying it's always been there. Maybe that's why I didn't notice it, because I'm used to it. And ah. you saying that made me go, oh, well, you know, I think Bianca's going to be... I think the WrestleMania match is going to be great. I, I do. Yeah. Ebony's saying it's been there for a while. I, I don't think it's brand new, but I noticed it tonight. So, yeah, there you go. I, I, I guess I'm used to it at this point, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> after Edge won, Roman hit him with a spear, got attacked uh brian got attacked by jay uso at ringside that's what he gets yes rain stood tall with the title as smackdown went off the air and we get ready for fast lane on sunday uh sunday i believe it's gonna be me justin labar and alfred question mark I think so matt's gonna be back later next week uh texted with him the other day he's doing well Yay. busy very busy it's crazy. It's crazy. Both me and Matt missing time. Normally, one of us is here all the time. It's yeah, weird. yeah. I, I, I'm telling you. I was like, "Where is Glenn? I miss, I miss talking to Glenn." Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that that's my trick. You say every time people think they're getting an earful of me on this podcast, I'm like, maybe I should take a week off just so they can kind of like miss me a little again. You know. <laughs> Listen, it, it worked. It worked. I think yeah. we forgot to go over one match and watch oh, yeah. Bianca and Bianca and. Did we go over Bianca and Chayna Baszler? Yeah, which no yeah, you did, you did. no contest. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I forgot that's how it ended. Yes, we could be missing things. I don't remember. You know, here's the thing about doing 24-hour road trip there and back. I notice this when I drive a lot, and it's scary. I was awake. Oh, and by the way, 
I mentioned this on, maybe it's on stereo on here, my trick, my trick for staying awake when driving. Do you remember the CISA? I talked about this. If you're ever tired while driving and you're worried you're going to fall asleep, take ice. Like you're getting a soda. I had some of them in my cooler. Take ice and just drop a handful of it down the back of your shirt. You will be awake. That right. will like shock you into being awake to pull over and get to a place you could take a little nap. And I did that on my drive, but I don't remember most of my drive. And I listened to, I listened to a lot of Menudo, went through uh, the Spotify, hey. this is Menudo playlist. It was great. Got some new, got some new favorites uh, that, uh, that I was listening to nineties Menudo, the, the, the one about, uh, I want to dance to reggae. Not a very good song, but I like it for some strange reason. <laughs> Gandhi's Menudo um, is a uh, weird thing. Do you not drink coffee? I do, and I drank a lot of it on this trip. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Coca-Cola and coffee lately, and I just learned they have a diet version without sugar, which is strangely really good as well. Okay, I was just saying, like, coffee is also, you know, it can help you stay awake without having to put ice down your back. <laughs> but... Issa, what I'm saying is sometimes you can I know, drink I know. so much coffee that your body is I'm saying, used to it. I can drink coffee yeah. at any time. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I with know, Red I Bull, I had to stop Red Bull. Like I, I had like I had about a third of a Red Bull and I had to stop because I've noticed as I get older, like heart wise, Red Bull, I right. feel it in not a right. good way. You know? No, no I had my, had my podcast, I had my menudo. I was. I decided I wanted to listen to a lot of because we talk about a lot, a lot of a lot of like rap battles. So I wanted to listen to like all the Biggie Tupac stuff. I wanted to listen to Everlast versus Eminem and Cannabis versus LL. Like I was listening to a lot of that towards the end of my drive, and and then then oh I, this you all will never hear this. I rap along because I'm like that oh, will keep me awake. I do that. I sing a lot when I'm yeah. taking long road trips. I do. So I had an epic performance of the entire first House of Pain album. Uh, rapping along, hyped up in my last two hours of my drive home because I just needed to get it done. <laughs> so this is what you did the week that you took off from wrestling. This is what I did. I drove <laughs> there. I drove back. Um, I did some things that were not on my bucket list, but strangely involved a bucket, ironically. Oh. Um, it was a very weird trip. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to get into details. They sell oh, things on good. Amazon. If you're afraid to set foot in anything or anywhere and you just need to be prepared. But yes, it's crazy. <laughs> and for okay. more overshares, stereo. <laughs> so Jackson Callens 499 says, okay, blasted through the show. Issa Cobra Kai, finished all three seasons yet? Question mark. I did. I did. I did. And I loved it. I do have to go back and watch a couple of episodes on season three because I was like, I, I was distracted. When I watched them, but I did. I watched all of it. As soon they make me start, the chat here made me start watching Cobra Kai, and then I had to like literally watch it continuously because I could not stop. I really, really enjoyed it. So, a couple news stories. WrestleMania 37 is going to be hosted by Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil. That's the that's the sound of the, how excited everyone is that Hulk Hogan's coming back. I'm I excited for Titus. It's great for <laughs> I'm Titus. I'm excited for Titus as well. But didn't Titus um, host it last year after Gronk took off with the 24 7 that's title? That's right. Yes. Yeah. He remember there's that meme on his face going like this after the yeah. Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs> he he hosted night too. So it's like maybe this is his his 
like permanent gig now because I don't think we've seen him wrestle ever since. So, you know, I, 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 I'm excited for Titus and at the same time, I feel bad for him. Yeah, I have a lot of reactions to this, but same. it's Friday. I'm tired. We're making it through this. You, you know me, you know the podcast. Just assume the best version and the best argument I've ever made about Hulk Hogan and just sort of insert it here and you can do the math on the rest of my viewpoints on this, but this is very good for Titus. Yeah, it's good for Titus. I just don't think they understand how to read a room at this time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> reading the rooms beyond it, they're like, we own the room, right? Like if you're in the room, you, you're cool with whatever we decide to do in the room. You know? That's a good way to put it, right? You're yeah. in our room, so we yes. don't need to read it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Um, I'm just going to put some chats up there with the audience have their word um so other news stories and that's the thing i don't want to talk about it anymore i don't want to talk about hulk hogan anymore well you want me to tell you like what happened to me today because somebody texted me and they were like well how do you feel about the host of wrestlemania and i was busy so i hadn't been online right yeah so i see i see the text and i'm like well let me get on twitter and see what's going on i go into trending and i see that bailey is trending glenn i got so happy thinking that it was going to be bailey so i click on the trend and the reason why she was trending is because everybody would have rather seen her oh, i went yeah. from the highest of highs to the lowest of low when i finally realized who the hoes actually were. <laughs> Bear heads and $5 saying with everything going on, how is WWE tone deaf and still bringing back Hulk Hogan? Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, I just think with where we are now as a country, um, given the, the heightened discussions um, and all the issues we've seen that are still, still relevant. Uh, have you been watching uh, the real world reunion? At all? No, but I need to. I need to because I'm a big fan of the old school seasons of the real world. I watched well, all of them when they this were This is airing. fantastic. Uh, okay, good. So um, what's interesting about it is it's talking about how the conversations they were having 30 years ago are more relevant right. now. And you look at right. the flashbacks and you think whatever your thoughts were then, now it's so relevant. And I have to, I have to give props to, uh, to Kevin on the real world because a lot of people are saying the same thing. It's like Kevin was really right. Like whatever reaction a lot of people had to Kevin's viewpoints right. um, as being, you know, uh, more like they seemed controversial at the time. And now you look back and you're like, no, Kevin was ahead of the curve on a lot of this stuff. And it mm -hmm. really came to head on this last episode, but uh, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, it, like in light no, of no, that, no, I think no, about no. that. And then I think about the Hogan thing and I'm just like, WWE is, they're, they're kind of like your, like everybody has like the super old sort of racist relative that's just like, they're never going to be woke. Like they're still going to, like, they're not like, don't get me wrong. Like they're not like the worst racism. They're just ignorant racism, but you just realize at a certain point, they're never going to change. They've only got a couple years left. Anyow, this is too tough for them to wrap yeah, their mind around. They're the just writing it out. Half with this is that you are in such a high of going into this WrestleMania with Bobby Lashley, Apollo Cruz, or Big E. You have Bianca versus Sasha. Like, it feels like, oh, my God, it's really going to be different. You know what I mean? And then after they set that up, they throw that in there, like, looking in the middle of the day on a Friday. So you just, like, you know what I mean? It's like taking one step forward and, like, ten backwards. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's very tough. I just found out the offer we made on the house we liked was not accepted. 
Oh no, I thought you were gonna say that I was getting ready to start celebrating. I know, me too. And so I just my my realtor called me and uh, just let me know. So I know what I'm gonna be doing tonight. Uh yeah. Oh, that's no, it's okay. And I don't want to get meant to be meant to be, Glenn. Yes. Um Jacoby Wright. Yeah, I say. I yeah, mean, four ninety nine saying they have all, all these black performers on the card. Hoka's host makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jackson Callens, different note. Mortal Kombat movie coming. I'm stoked. Okay, can't spend more money to rush tonight. Wife will kill me. <laughs> okay, Alonzo. Last. I'm good. This is the final word. I want Titus to beat Hulk Hogan up at Mania. Go off script and just beat <laughs> up that old man. He might lose his job, but he's got plenty of outside of the ring business ventures anyway. I love it. I mean, he already I, I tried to beat up Vince McMahon, remember? Yeah. Uh, Charlie Caruso was reportedly done appearing on WWE TV. Uh, PW Insider reported that she's expected to leave when her contract expires. Wrestling Inc. has a story today. Um, there might have been some tardiness. I like Charlie a lot. I'm Me gonna... too. I think she's great at her job, but I feel like being good at your job and experience also goes hand in hand with re with being reliable. And if you're not reliable to be there at a certain time, then you're, you know what I mean? You can be the best of the best and it still doesn't make you look good. There's a lot of things that go with it. And if, 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 if it's true that she's supposed to be there a certain time and she's not showing up at that time, then well, like she's WWE, isn't she doing just fine in ESPN. Do you think though, and I, I don't know the story of this, but do you think that, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but we will never right. know the real reason. And I exactly. absolutely WWE is the type of organization that would try and give some logistical bullshit, like shaded reason for a, uh, for dismissing a talent to potentially hurt their chances of viability outside the company. Well, I mean, there's a part of me that feels like, okay, if the wrestlers or the talent is not allowed to do anything outside of WWE, why are they allowing other people to, right? Which her doing yeah. ESPN is what I mean by that. At the same time, it's like, I, I mean, I can see them doing that, but I can I can also see it being an issue of, hey, we need you here at this time and you didn't make it here at that time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've, I've had great employees at my day job that, you know, attendance was an issue. And it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are if I can count on you to be here at a certain time. Um, that being Which is said, funny. I think, huh? all, my, all my employees are like, if you get your work done, I don't care what time you get it done at, just as long as your work's getting done, like whatever, just. Yeah, well, before the pandemic hit, I was running co-working centers in, in oh, New yeah. York City. So it's like, they open at a certain time. I need my staff oh, yeah. in there at that time to like um, check in the clients. So it's a lot different when you're doing work from home. Like this is what you need to do and get it done, you know? <laughs> um, but when allocation depends on them, which is what I would assume there's so many people, you know, I don't know what's being pre-taped and what's live anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I don't know, but at the, I think she's going to be just fine. Maybe she did it on purpose. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people went out of their contract and they're realizing maybe there's a loophole that I can do something around it to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm commiserating with my realtor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's what I think. I think it could have been like it could have been either or. We'll never hear the full story, and she'll have a good NDA, so she's never going to speak about it, no matter what happens. But I'm yeah. pretty sure she will be okay career wise without WWE. Oh yeah, WWE she's great. We'll be okay without her. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, hey, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. But when you want to be notified, again, let's shout it out to Stereo, the sponsor of this. I want you to download that Stereo app for iOS or Android. I want you to follow NYC Demon Diva, Glenn Rubenstein, and Matt Morgan. Issa's doing, you're doing just once a week on Stereo right now? Yeah, just, just on Thursdays. I'm thinking about adding a little something on Tuesdays, but don't quote me on it quite yet. I'm still in the process of creating it. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be notified when I go live over the weekend. You'll be notified next week when Matt Morgan and I make the triumphant return of the after show, as it were. And we've had so many good stories, so many good moments. I'll talk more about uh, what's going on with my my uh, relocation challenges, but uh, more road trip stories. It'll be fun. All the things you never <laughs> wanted to know. But that's where the hardcore fans show up. It's great. And then Sunday, myself, Justin Labar, and Alfred Kanawa going to be here to talk about Fastlane. Until then, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here Bye. on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care.